Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. As you can see, we're not at full capacity. Pierre is still out. Get well soon, Brody. But we are back after a two-week hiatus. And it wasn't like, oh, it's the holidays, so let's take some time. We would have told y'all if we was going on on break. But um, we went into isolation for, for some reasons. It wasn't even fun. It wasn't even enjoyable. No. It wasn't even a vacation. It was not a vacation. I had to sit in my room for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And what did you do in those 10 days? Watch TV. He watched TV the whole time. <laughs> I was on the same shit. Like, I didn't go nowhere really, even for, like, holidays. I might have went, like, for the store for a little bit of shopping. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even go to the gym really like that. I was just in the crib chilling. Hey, man, it's this new wave. It's it's something it's serious, crazy. Bro. Yeah, it's crazy right it's now. Something serious. Got almost half the league down right now. Yeah. Did y'all have a good Christmas? I had a great Christmas. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I was more Santa Claus than any time in my, my entire life, so it was fun. Super I fun. I thought you got an air fryer. I did. I get. I got one of those air fryer grill pizza pizza makers. It's huge. You got that as a gift, or you? I got that as a gift. That was my uh, Christmas gift for my fiance. Oh, yeah. That's See, cute. that's that's the, that's how you get them. You get somebody an air fryer because you get to use that mug too, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's like a it's gift, a for, gift for the house. Yeah, yeah. But no, exactly. I have been talking about it because this is uh, this one lady I follow on TikTok, um, the low carb lady or some shit like that. She's be making recipes and stuff, but she be making big ass recipes in her air fryer. And the one that we had was like this real small circular one. And then I, every time we went to the store, like it was something that was on the back of my mind, but I didn't ever take the initiative to make it happen. So we were at Target. I'll be like, let me see if they got a big air fryer. And they never did. So she mm-hmm. ordered one. I got my mom like hooked on air fryers. I remember I got one for her last Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she like, she didn't really think about it then, but like she loved it. And then I like maybe a couple of weeks ago, I recently broke down mm-hmm. and she was fucking hurt. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'll get you a new one. And so like I bought her one. It does everything, and it's slightly more healthy than using grease. Slightly, they—that's how they market it—that it's really that much healthier. It's, it's slightly, so yeah. you can get away with it. Things taste it. better in the air fryer for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, like mm. bacon in the air fryer, bro. Technology is crazy. I be reheating shit in that air fryer. Mm. Like, yeah, they got the pizza. That shit will come out like it's just fresh out of the oven. I agree. I agree. Um, so Pierre, get well soon. I want to remind y'all to leave a like on this episode. The last video we dropped on here was the the episode of the reel where I was talking to the inside the NBA crew. Yeah. And it almost has half a million views out of nowhere. So if you're new around on the channel, we appreciate you subscribing. Um, and hopefully we have a, no, a new season of the reel coming out soonish. Um, I have not had any conversations with the producers about it, but I'm going to get on the next because it seemed like y'all like that and I, it helped the channel out a lot. So we appreciate all the new people around here. But it's time to talk about some hoops, man. What the hell happened in the last two weeks that's worth talking um, about? Most of the league got into quarantine. Mm. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be changing the rules, though, too. Mm-hmm. It's going to go. Yeah, going to go from 10 days isolation down to six if you're asymptomatic. Mm hmm. So a lot of you are saying that businesses and sports had a huge influence on this decision. Yeah, I saw that uh, Dr. Fauci said the reason why they're changing it is so people can go back to work. And that was just a quote that I read. I didn't listen to it. So maybe it was out of context because a lot of shit has been taken out of context over the last 48 hours, like the car Anthony Towns thing. Um, So that's just what I I saw this morning when I woke up from Fauci. So um, They, they said it was backed by science, though. If it's backed by science, then we're down with it. Because after, like, the first, like, one or two or three days of of you isolating, Mm -hmm. that's when, like, they believe that it can spread the most. But after that, it's apparently supposed to go down. And that's how they're backing up with science. And the NBA is obviously all for it. They're going to get their players back sooner. Yeah, a lot of people that were in isolation was then cleared immediately once this shit happened. I'm glad. (laughs) I'm glad. Like, the NBA, it's been so hard to, like – 
Nah, well, it, it, yeah, it's, it's hard been to hard care. to care because half of the people are probably not going to be playing in probably yeah. one, you know one to two months. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's not the pure product. You getting that shit stepped on, and I don't really like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. right now this is the most players that have ever played in the NBA season this year. Red mm-hmm. Monroe is playing. 25 minutes. And he was hooping, though. That was you the crazy <laughs> thing. He was hooping. You know what also this has been kind of killing me with? Like, parlays and shit. You never know what the fuck yeah. is going to happen. It's impossible. Bro. I have not actually, like, hit, like, a 5 of 5 on prize picks in, like, two weeks. Because it's hard. It's hard. Because, like, for example, yesterday, late scratch DeAndre Aiden, health and safety protocol. So, Mikael Bridges' points <laughs> went, up. went up from, like, 10.5 to 12. And I'm like, he can still probably get 12, right? DeAndre Aiden, he didn't get his 12. So, it's like, I can't, it's, it's so fucking hard for his degenerates that do the sports betting right now. And But then you see on Twitter somebody betting 50 cents to get a couple thousand because they're just getting the most luck in the world. So, it's 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 real tough out there, man. Like, like Mike is saying, it has been not hard because basketball is great no matter who's playing it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. But as far as, like, for our job where we come yeah. in here and talk about teams and talk about stuff, it's hard to analyze see. it. Exactly. Yeah, like the Raptors just got thrashed by the Cavs the other night. And Did you I don't, see who they were starting? Yes, it was. Oh my God! When Chris Boucher is your best player in your lineup, is I want I want to go out lose. for the people that did not know. Let me go back two nights ago. They lost Chris by like Boucher, forty. Was, um, oh no, I'm gonna get uh, it. They I lost to the Cavs by uh, forty five points, yeah. and their starting lineup was um, um, Delano Banton. Chris Boucher, DJ Wilson, who they just picked up off the fucking streets. <laughs> he had a great game, though. He had uh, five steals and everything. Um, Sfi Mikhailuk and Yuta Watanabe. Then off the bench, they had Tremont Waters, Jawan Morgan, Daniel Oturo, who they just picked up off the G League Bulls. And that was their team. Two weeks ago, or not even two weeks ago, like two days before this game, um, if they had this lineup, the league would have shut down another game. But you, you know they, they – Cancel the Bulls game. They're supposed yep. to go against the Bulls a few nights before, and then the rules slow, uh, slightly changed, and now they had enough players to hoop. And these are like the type of losses we're talking about. Every team is going through this type of shit. Mm-hmm. We're like, I mean, I guess the Raptors are not a team that's really competing, competing, but they want to be at least in the playoffs. Yeah. They want to be in the play-in and a, a and game the like this. Have Mobley or or Allen in that game or Okoro. This or shit reminds me of Sexton football, bro. Yeah. When like it'd be like first, second, and third string, they're hurt, so they really just be picking up practice squad people. Practice squad. People literally off the street of their hometown. Brandon Knight just had uh, almost a 20-piece off the bench. Man. Mm-hmm. Joe, we <laughs> seen Joe Johnson uh, come back. Lance Stevenson been on the Hawks for, for a little minute now. Mm-hmm. He didn't play yesterday. No. No, he didn't. It was too close. But but he's, I, I like Lance Stevenson. I'm very surprised. No, you know what? No, he, he, did, he did play like a minute or two. In the very in the first half, because I remember laughing because he had a, he was hooping in the past thirteen. Joe Johnson. Oh, Joe Johnson ain't played since that first night we scored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After that, it's been downhill. Not just for for his playtime, but for the Celtics Lance as a whole. He looks good in that Atlanta jersey, though. Like mm-hmm. he looks like he could fit in with them. Well, he just looks good in the league. He's a skilled energy guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like there's value there. He could come in and give you a random. Are there any other names at the top of your head? You're like, maybe he could get signed. Just <sighs> like randomly out of nowhere, bro. Because it, it, Anthony really Bennett. It's only been like two years since Anthony Bennett got his last a shot at the NBA. Mm-hmm. If he's still out there hooping, why not? He didn't even play with the Rockets when he got his shot. <laughs> like they signed him. Hey, where, where you think Chandler Parsons at? Mm, at the crib, oh. enjoying all the money with the models. That's what Chandler Parsons. He can doing. get him a little ten day. I don't know. He quoted um, John Hollinger's tweet. John Hollinger, he used to work in the front office for the Memphis Grizzlies. You know the Memphis. Wait, right? I think it was the Memphis Grizzlies, or it might have been the Rockets. Whoever gave him that big ass bag, I think it was Memphis. Um, and I think the the tweet that John Hollinger had was like, what is the craziest thing you've done? And then John Hollinger was like, I spent like 
a half a billion dollars of someone else's money. And he was talking about the Chandler Parsons contract. Oh. And Chandler Parsons quoted it and said, thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> so he's just at, at the crib enjoying his money, man. And I think he had, didn't he have like a season or career ending like like knee injury or was it I think he was in a car accident it fucked up his back right I think that's what happened to Chandler Parsons career I mean it wasn't like he was doing much before that he was derailing in the first place yeah yeah like he ain't been that damn good since his ass was back in Houston doing what it's like as soon as he got to Memphis it was kind of going downhill as a second round pick man that was one of the greatest bro he was one of my favorite players like that Rockets team they had was fucking amazing and then he had the game then he hit like t- like eight threes or nine threes in a game once yep. upon a time. Like damn, yep. Chandler out of nowhere. Against my Lakers, he hit like a, a game winning three from like at least five feet back from the three point line. Yeah, Chandler drunk Parsons driver a, hit him. Is a very weird favorite player. I had made a joke about like, um, cause what's his name? Who was number twenty? The white dude that Garrison Matthews was hooping oh, for that little yeah. stretch, that seven eight games. And then I replied to the Rockets tweet that was like the best white guy to wear number 25 in Rockets history. And Chandler Parsons fans were not happy about that tweet. <laughs> I didn't even know Chandler Parsons fan account still existed. The bro been out of the league yeah. for a minute. Yeah, I, I haven't even literally heard what he's been up to for the past couple of years. I'm telling you, bro. He just let me. I'm going to his Instagram because I know he was. He used to wild on Instagram back in the day. Now I don't know if he's still doing that in 2021 because the world. Oh, he just welcomed in a baby girl. So congratulations to Chandler Aww, Parsons. They ain't get that. Get you some old paper. See if you can get that 10 days. Yeah, man. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Got to take care You said how much for those 10 days again? Like 100 k $150,000 is what I read. $150,000 okay. for a 10-day contract. Okay. And then you got players like um, Stanley Johnson. It's been on, I think, two to three 10 we, days already. We, we probably going to try to keep Stanley That's Johnson. crazy. Stanley Johnson he looked good. came to the Bulls and didn't play on it, his 10-day. Went to the Lakers and played amazing in his first mm-hmm. game. He so. came to the Bulls, and within 48 hours, 24 hours, he was in health and safety protocol. Just 300, how, how, a 350K. 350K. And they got picked <laughs> up immediately. That's the, that's the lick right there. It is. And then he was damn it, y'all best player on Christmas. Yeah, the yeah. only motherfucker that wanted to play some defense. <laughs> Do y'all want to talk about that? There's There's been a lot of talk since Christmas Day about not just the Lakers in general, but specifically Russell Westbrook um, because he had a stinker of a game where – um, he missed the dunk very late in it, and then he lost Patty Mills on an open three, an open three when Patty Mills had already hit seven in the game. <laughs> and because of that, it being on such a big stage, being Christmas, and everybody's watching basketball on Christmas, it's a great tradition. Um, Twitter went wild, man. We had some Lakers fans. There was a tweet from the Lake Show, I think that's his name, where he's like, retweet this if you want to see Russell Westbrook trade it, and it had like 11,000 retweets in 24 hours. Um, they're, they're low – Low light montages I've seen on the timeline. Stat Muse is going crazy of like Russell Westbrook has more triple doubles than games, shot over 50% in his career. Like they are going hard as hell at Russell Westbrook in the last 48 or so hours. So much that he had to come out in himself in a post game interview and he said something like, I'm done trying to hoop the way they want me to hoop. I'm just going out there and play ball the way I know it or some shit like that. Russell Westbrook has been a big topic. And then uh, Aiden asked Carthony Towns about Russell Westbrook and stats. And Carthony Towns said something that was taken out of context. And it just, how do y'all feel about Russ in the moment? And has it changed because of that Christmas Day game? I just feel like he's just not in the right situation. Um, Russ is an amazing player. Uh, Last year, he played really good with the Wizards. It took him a while to get his rhythm. um, But when he got it going, he was a big reason why the team made it to the play-in and ended up being at eight seed. Um, So he still has good basketball in him. It's just the situation doesn't fit him. And in the offseason, I don't know what either side saw in that situation and thought that this is going to work. Um, 
because neither side is getting the best version of Wester Westbrook, and I, it's just not helping either party. Um, and it's sad to see because I was defending him in the offseason. I thought he was going to come in and fit, maybe change his game a little bit to compliment LeBron and AD, and it just hasn't really worked. And I'm not even really going to say that he's the whole problem with the Lakers. He's definitely Anthony, not the whole problem. Because Anthony Davis is not being the Anthony Davis we want him to do, want him to be. Um, the team defense is terrible. Melo hasn't really been on shit since the beginning of the season. Um, so, it's been a very weird ride for the Lakers. They're going to damn near be the seventh seed and have to play the Suns in the first – Suns or Warriors in the first first round of the playoffs. So. Well, this has been so disappointing as a Lakers fan. Like, I don't know. There's really, like, three people I damn trust on this roster. And, like, it's obviously LeBron. And then after that, it's, like, Malik Monk and Carmelo. And that <laughs> shit, it just shouldn't even, like, Anthony Davis, people, I be seeing him, like, he could have a 20 and 10 game. And people will look at it and be like, oh, it's, he played probably bad that game. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just no assertiveness into his thing. He could pick up, like I said, 12, 14 points off just easy passes from Bron and Westbrook. So the Anthony Davis situation is one in itself. For the Russell Westbrook, I thought, you know, at first it, it, it made sense. Obviously the fit wasn't there, but it's just what you wanted to see him do with LeBron not being on the court, right? He was supposed to be the dude that can take over offensively, push the pace for everything like that. And when I heard the, the comments he had during his, like, post-interview, I was just like, where is this even coming from? Obviously, there's a bunch of criticism. It's going to happen when you play with LeBron. There's expectations. But nobody's asking him to go put up 25, 15, and 15. Nobody's asking you to go put up a freaking triple-double. We want you to just make winning plays. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I think a lot of the shit that do- he does do wrong, it it probably won't even show up in the stat sheet. Like, the fucking eight turnovers – Three of them are probably in the fourth quarter when we needed those possessions. <laughs> you know, like the four for twenty was one thing, but like, I I, I don't I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like he he needs to be different. You know, yeah. it, he just hasn't found out how to play winning basketball within with the Lakers. I just think it's just not the situation for him. The way he plays, like Carter the Town said it yesterday. He said Russell Westbrook just he's going too fast. He. He's always, like, he has a gear that he doesn't know how to slow down. And, and the it, gear is only on offense, too. It can't be on defense. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like, very much. If he put that energy on defense while he was on the floor with LeBron, like he was a pass that was doing all that little shit and kind of doing what fucking, you could say, Bruce Brown does. or Joe, Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just do the dirty work. He will get that time when LeBron is out the court because they going to have to put the ball in somebody's hands. But right now he has to find a way to be effective without just fucking – I guess always trying to be a hundred, go, going a hundred, and trying to do the the shit he used to be able to do. I mean, I think Russell Westbrook is part of the problem, but he's not the problem in itself. Like a lot of people yeah. on Twitter might try to make it seem. Um, the the team when you start to watch it is poorly constructed. They don't have anybody that goes out there and plays with this this um this grit. The like people that are lay their body on the line and stuff like that. And shit Family like that Johnson. is important. It might be Stacey <laughs> might be the dude. Yeah. They found a diamond in the rough. <laughs> he might be that dude. But, like, I think what Stan Van Gundy said, and I know Stan Van Gundy is a controversial dude in NBA Twitter, it was like someone can get a triple-double and have a bad game, and we saw that with Russ on Christmas. We even saw that with Kemba. I know Kemba, like, had a triple-double on Christmas, but it wasn't like – I think we called it, like, a Mickey Mouse Bro, triple-double. Ass was boxing out so he <laughs> can get the rebound. Julius Randle telling me, pass the ball so I can get you an assist. That hey, at no- least he won. 
Yeah, he got to win. But, like, that that's not even just the case about triple-doubles anymore. I mean, I think that's the case about stats in general. Like, you mentioned yeah. how Anthony Davis could have 20 and 10, but it'd be a bad 20 and 10. It's like you didn't impact the game. So, I, I feel like you have to be watching these games to, to really, really see it. But the team is just, like, poorly constructed. They don't have the third, dirty work guys. The guys that they thought were going to be elite-level shooters have not been elite-level shooters, and they still haven't figured out what the hell to do with Russell Westbrook when he doesn't have the ball. Now, he's still shooting pretty decently from the corner. Now, I know on Christmas he airballed a motherfucker wide open in the corner but for the most part he's been shooting was, efficiently you remember from the corner. early in that season uh, I think it was early in the season they had this little game plan they would do they would have Russell be the screener for LeBron yes, yes and they, I don't think they do they that shit anymore yeah, they, and that's the shit that I think they they need to get back to because honestly Russell we all know he's the best when he's got the ball but we need to get him involved when LeBron has the ball and mm-hmm. that was a scheme that LeBron has done his whole career when he would have the point guard come set a screen for him yeah and, and we it always works. We all know Russell is good enough that, honestly, at this point, he should just be rolling to the rim. It, it sounds funny, but Westbrook, as a point guard, should be rolling to the rim, rolling to the rim as a pick-and-roller because he can make almost any pass there is off the hill. I think that the, the perception is a little bit skewed recently because in that game, he missed, like, I think it was like 8 of 11 of his yeah. attempts at the rim. Yep. But for this season, he's shooting 60% at the rim. Like, he is getting to the basket. And for the most part, he's finishing. Again, the last image you have in your mind of Russell Westbrook is him missing that dunk. But he's getting to the basket. So he should be the role man a lot of the times. Because, again, on a short road, it's Russell Westbrook, man. He be having errant passes a lot. But he can still make the good pass. You know? Sure. So, I don't know. The Lakers are struggling. And, and like, one thing that really grinds my gears now. Mm-hmm. Is please stop doing that rock the baby shit and celebrate when we down twenty and fifteen, bro. That's yeah. the most irritating shit ever, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because now the players doing it back to him and he be getting mad. <laughs> that shitty face. Devin Booker didn't Devin Booker do it to him? Yeah, Devin Booker did it at the beginning of the season, but he didn't do it on Russ. He did it on somebody else. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lakers are. Um, must-see TV, regardless of what you think about them, whether they're really good or bad, they they are definitely must-see TV out there. Um. What you know else? Who else is must see TV? Talk to me, D The Chicago Bulls. Ooh, talk to me. Think we got one of the best duos in the game. We probably. We? I, I did hear we. He get a pass. We? He can say we today. Probably the best duo as of right now. Mm. Um, Y'all want to have? Let's talk about that. Who is the best duo in the NBA at the moment? Here are the, some some um some possibilities. Kevin Durant and James Harden. James Harden uh, is starting to turn it the fuck up is. right now. And um, he's by himself right now. He just had a, one of those Houston games. For the first time with the third Nets. was it 39, 39 13, 15. 15 and 9 or something yeah. like that? Ridiculous. I'm just gonna go through every team and give you their big two or Actually, their dynamic duo. I'll give it. They have we gonna keep no, let's let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. <laughs> okay, so you're saying that their big their big two of DeMar. James Harden and and Kevin Durant is better than the bar and yeah. Zach Levine. Right now. Yeah, because okay. of Kevin Durant and James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> because of both of them. All right, team number good two. Answer, good answer. Um uh KD and Chris Middleton. I mean KD. Giannis and Chris Middleton. Hmm. How's Chris Middleton's season been so far? Are you are you impressed? That motherfucker's been subpar. Okay. It but Giannis not, is a fucking a tank yeah. by himself. Chris okay. Middleton has not been all-star Chris Middleton this season, but it's okay. He's been they, all right. They're still the third seed. They're on a little rinse. They're coming up. I think they're uh, 12 and 3. Some shit when they're all three. Right. Yeah, yeah. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't lose when they're together. Yeah. Okay, next team is Bam and uh and Jimmy. They haven't played much, so we'll get, we'll pass on that one. Yeah. Um and Bam's still out for weeks. Jared Allen and Darius Garland. They've definitely they deserve some respect. They're definitely up there. They're up that there. Pick and roll. That pick and roll is deadly with them too. They're up there, but I'm taking the Bulls. I'm taking, yeah, I'm yeah, taking no, the Bulls. They're up there though. They get the I'm respect. Yeah. The fact that we even mentioning them is respect in itself. They might damn near get two All Stars this year. We'll see. We shall see. Um, Philly. It's like Joel and Seth Curry. No. Who's Toby? 
Toby, Toby kind of ass though. To- <laughs> Toby will give you a good nineteen a game, but you don't even feel the nineteen. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, yeah, then, I, and then I, listen, I, you I say know, that. I know how that feels. You I know, know how that feels. You say that on the pod, and I watch. Toby's gonna hit a big ass shot in the next two days, and people gonna be like, "What did Kenny mean by that?" Look, bro, Toby be getting uh, eighteen, but you don't feel that shit, and then occasionally hit a big ass shot, and then boom, everybody back on the bandwagon. Yeah, everybody. I mean, is, um, is either him or Tyrese? I wouldn't say Seth. I mean. I don't know. It don't really matter. It's Joel. <laughs> Joel is just carrying right now. Um, but that whatever his other partner is is not better than the other three that we just said. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I'm taking the Bulls duo over that right now. Yeah. Um. Because at least the Bulls duo know how to pull out games. Well, that's your argument. <laughs> that's your argument. At least that's the Bulls argument. duo know how to pull out games. That's the okay. Boston Celtics struck. They. You know how many fucking leads they blew in the fourth quarter? They blew another one last night. To the to. The Timberwolves, who let me read you. No, 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 no. Let me, let me. No, I know this is a tangent, but I was looking at the they, Timberwolves they lost Twitter. Too, some people that didn't even know who the hell they was playing with. They blew a lead on Christmas. They blew a lead on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like Greg Monroe talking about. I didn't even know who the fuck Jalen Jalen Noel was. was. But that, nigga was, that nigga was hooping. Hold on. Let me show you the report that the Timberwolves put out before this game started. Like their injury report. I got to stroll. Okay. Available tonight. Josh Okoge out. Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, Torian Prince, Jared Vanderbilt, Nas Reed, Patrick Beverly, and McKinley Wright the fourth. Who the fuck is that? He was out. He was out though. <laughs> and they won this game against the Celtics. Who, yes, Jason Tatum was out with healthy safety protocol. Marcus Smart is out too. But did I just you heard the names I just read you that, that were out for the Timberwolves? Bro, and I, I don't want to bring this shit back to my Lakers, but I was like, those <laughs> these are the type of games that like we could fuck around and lose, but that shit means something. We, bro, we sixteen and eighteen. And we still in the damn playoff, man. Are we the ninth yeah. seed right now? But if we could have two, seven. three extra wins, You're I think seven. we're the ninth. No, they ninth. They ninth. Oh, they fail? Yeah, oh, they fail. Shit. Yeah, because uh, teams the won The Timberwolves won. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think Dallas won last night, too. So they both uh, rose it's up a little bit. It's just so many games that, like, you just need to take. You can't really lose. Yeah. Um, but I'm taking the Bulls do over theirs because yeah. they figured out a way to. In the fourth quarter specifically, the Bulls they, are really fucking Bulls good. The Bulls got that, like, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan got that U-turn, my turn. Like, I, I don't know yeah. if anybody does that shit better than them. I was at the game against the Pacers a couple nights ago, and DeMar DeRozan had been killing. Him and Torrey Craig were yapping, then he hit Torrey Craig with a little move and then started talking this shit. <laughs> and DeMar DeRozan was the guy for – Three quarters, and then fourth quarter came around, and Coach Chris Fleming, who was the the interim coach because Billy Donovan was out with health safety protocol, said that they went to the huddle, and Demar was like, "Zach got it." Hey. Come on, man, that's love. It is. He had been they- killing the whole game, and <laughs> what Zach did took us home. And a similar shit happened yesterday, bro. This is what they do, bro. They're such selfless players. And, and, and you know what? I love it because the narrative around Zach Levine before the season is Ty Careers. He a dude that won't hit stats and his stats only. That's not that's not what Zach Levine on this season. And he puts up empty stats. Right. And he doesn't contribute to winning basketball. He's not Levine, on that this season. He's actually playing defense, too. Man. He's locked in. Hey, he is bro, locked ball, the fuck yeah, in. He, he is. His off-ball defense ooh, he had is a so nice, much better. He had a you nice watch deal it, yesterday. And I think it was just like a little strip or whatever, but it was just like, damn, I, Zach, get down there in the trenches there. When I'm watching him, he don't get beat back to as much as he used to. He's he's locked. He's in. engaged. It's I'm telling he's you, bro. He's not getting caught on screen, screens as much as he did. When you have, when you start to get players around you that care, you care more. Yeah, and Kobe White's been coming up, coming along. Last night he had a great third quarter. He had a good third quarter. Yeah, he's he he. Mm, I I like Kobe he White. Like, he had like three three steals or something. I like Kobe White, but. I can't Alex, wait for Lonzo Ball to come out. Yeah, I can't wait for Lonzo Ball to come out. Shout out to the homie, though. Um, other duos in the Eastern Conference. 
Trey Young and Clint Capello, Trey Young and John Collins is probably better. Yes. Um, that's funny. That's because I was because John, John didn't play last night, so yeah. Clint Capello was on the back of the man instead of John. Um, they're not better than the Bulls. Yeah, I, I wouldn't take that over the Bulls. But Trey Young is really good, but, and John Collins is. John Collins is a dog, bro. Would you take them over Joel and whoever his second party is? You talking about the Hawks duo? Yeah. Trey Young and John Collins versus Joel and Blank? I don't even know. I'd probably take Trey Young. Their second option is... It's iffy right now. It's very... It could be anybody. Some nights it's Curry, sometimes it's Maxie, and sometimes it is Toby. Um, I can't really say I'm taking them... Because they ain't on shit this season. They ain't been on nothing this season. <laughs> yeah. And, again, everybody's going through their peaks and valleys with health and safety protocol and injury and all of that. But the Hawks are not even in the play-in at the moment. Even when they were They three healthy. games under. Even when they were healthy, they really weren't on they shit. They weren't on shit. <laughs> and they had that once, like, they went, like, 0-5 on the West Coast yeah, road trip. Like like and then they went on a win streak. It was some type of win streak. It was Mickey Mouse win streak. Because they was going against Orlando. Then they was going against the – With the way Cam Reddish is playing, is this making DeAndre Hunter available? Shit, the way everything was, I've read is that Cam Reddish is the yeah, one that's available. Yeah, because they didn't get a bunch for that. That's a first-round pick and look like another player from, yeah. them, from another team. He's definitely raising the straight stock. Yeah, they. I feel like the Hawks are make, making a deal. I don't know if it's going to be a bada-boom-bada-bam superstar coming to Atlanta or all-star coming to Atlanta, but I just feel like the way they their season ended last year with being in the conference finals and being a surprise team, them being three games under is the exact opposite of what a lot of people expected. Yeah. I don't know if y'all remember when we were predicting standings. I think some of y'all had them in like the three seed. Yeah, they and they the are the twelfth. They have the potential. I have no three. For sure, no, no. Yeah. I'm. You know who I had above them? The, the motherfucking Bulls. Bulls. And somebody here made Didn't a bet. Y'all with make me. a bet? We did. Yeah, yeah. Somebody tweeted at us. Right now, I'm up for like four hundred dollars because my I bet everything on the Bulls. <laughs> I think I bet all of y'all on the Bulls in one way or another. And the Bulls have. I think I did come home. Pierre actually hasn't oh. lost any money. He's just at zero dollars. Huh. Because he made, what do you make a bet? Which because me and him made the typical Bulls versus Knicks bet. We're winning that. I at made the a Blazers Bulls bet with him. Um. And you took no, the Blazers Knicks. Who I the hell the winning that? Better than the Knicks. The Knicks are fifteen to eighteen. The Blazers are thirteen to twenty. I, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the bet me and P made. I'm winning that too. A fan sent me that. I could look for it real quick. But it was I think it was like the Cavs. Mm. I want to say it was the Cavs and maybe like the fucking Pistons or something. Oh, and no, so that shit. If you took Cavs, you won the money right now. And you know what's crazy? And I know I, I I don't want people to think I'm just saying this because the Cavs are good right now. But I swear to God, I put I put this on everything that I love in my life. The episode where we were doing like um the ranking standings and stuff. I wanted so desperately to make the Celtics. I mean, not the Celtics. The Cavaliers good in my standings, but I didn't have the fucking heart to do it. And I'm mad at myself. In the offseason, it's kind of hard to even make that decision because you don't really know how good they're going to be. Yeah. The past you know few what? years, that they've been very bad. So. And a lot has changed in the last two months. I'm okay with being wrong. In that moment, I was like, what if I'm wrong? I don't give a f- – I don't care if I'm wrong. It's I, predicting <laughs> basketball. I got, I got the T, you Okay, go so, ahead. So, shout out to my homie Jack. He a Cavs fan too. King Mamba on Twitter. But he DM me. He said, hey, uh, P forgot – you made a bet with KB, but I corrected him. I made the bet with Pierre. Mm. Cavs would be have a better record than the Pistons. The man said the Pistons gonna have a better record oh, than the Cavs. That's the worst team in the motherfucking league. The you know he, five and twenty seven. He loved him some Cade. He loved him some Cade, and he, he loved Jeremy Grant too. So it makes sense that he would take that bet. <laughs> um, but they are bad, bad right now. Yeah, they're starting PGs. Very bad. Bad, bad right now. <laughs> um, duos. Wanna, who? Duos. Yep. Who's next? Let's say okay. Let's just say that the Bulls have a top two duo in the Eastern Conference. Cause that's safe to say. Cause I you guess. might take Katie and James. 
Yeah. But other than that, it's probably the Bulls duo. Based on this season, obviously, motherfuckers. Because yeah. people going to be bringing up resume. Remember when this player did that? That was four years ago. <laughs> Our West is a little different story because you got Dre and Steph. Come I'm on, taking, man. I'm taking a chance. Come on, man. Dre and Steph. Come on, man. Yeah. And then you got like Book and CP. And Clay. Come on, bro. Book and CP. Who you say? I see soon to be Steph and Clay. Oh. Draymond probably gonna have a better year, just because just because the injury. It's been two years. Hey, it's been two hey, years. Hey, I I don't care. Clay don't Thompson care. coming back. I respect that. <laughs> I respect that. It's gonna be a dog. And you got like Rudy and Donovan. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of great duos out in the Western Conference. Um, Rudy and Donovan. They got some competition with Demar and. Um, they Zach. do. Hmm. Them boys just been. They know how to win though. They do. They do. The Bulls just now figuring that out. I mean, they are, they only they play they, more games than us because we had three games canceled. But they they twenty four nine. We twenty one to ten. No, y'all sitting pretty. We, we chilling. Hey, if we could be the second second, the second seed, seed, I'd be the, fucking uh, stoked. Um, man, that's stoked. That's funny. Um, <laughs> duos in the NBA though. Bulls top two in the Eastern Conference. Don't look at the Western Conference team because that's a real competition. But in the East, shit, stop playing with us, dog. LeBron and AD. If AD is being AD, they're probably. They're up there. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Imagine, I ain't that delusional now. <laughs> I ain't that delusional now. There are some teams that I want to talk about as disappointments right now, and I'm going to rattle through them, and y'all tell me if you want to stop because you want to talk about that weak-ass team. Um, number one, the Sacramento Kings. I mean, they've been a disappointment for the last few years, um, but it's, I didn't have expectations for them, so there really is no disappointment for me. Mm. Um but I do like seeing Tyrese start at PG. It was they, great. And then really De'Aaron came the back and it was like shitty again. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think he's definitely like a movable piece. He's a very valuable PG. I just think that he probably just doesn't want to play in Sacramento. Sometimes mm-hmm. a change of scenery just changes a player. I don't Yeah, I think most people – you're talking about De'Aaron, I'm guessing. Yes, right? yes. I'm guessing Tyrese. most GMs around the league aren't looking at De'Aaron's season and thinking that this is him because he is way better than what he has been performing. I, I believe. I still believe the dude might end up being an all-star one day. I just think that right now, Sacramento, it, it breaks you because even Alvin Gentry in his post-game interview two nights ago, or maybe it was last night, he was saying that, like, this is the most um, disappointed I've been in my 34 years in the yeah. NBA. He's been in the league for 34 <laughs> years counting playing and, and coaching. 34 years, he said, right now is the most disappointed he's ever been. That's crazy That's as insane. hell. And then Terrence Davis is like, yeah, I think teams come in here and they're just licking their chops to go against us. And that's Yeah. Just, I don't know what to say about that, bro. You're a fucking NBA team and motherfuckers are just trying to walk <laughs> over you. But I, I what I think they're actually doing better with Alvin Gentry as their as their coach. They I wanna say. I think they're like <laughs> better seven, but still bad. Seven, yeah, they're still bad. Still bad for sure. I can't say I didn't have any expectations for them. I thought they'd be a team that'd be fighting for that plan. This was and, and, I mean, in the way the conference is, they're only a game and a half out of the play-in because the Western Conference is shitty right now. But it's still disappointing. Yeah. Nah, it's he, still disappointing. he was one of the, the guards out there that was going to be fighting for an all-star spot. But I don't know. It, it also plays a part with this fucking just health and safety protocols. Speaking like, of it, Josh Giddy just entered health and safety protocol live on the show. Unfortunately. You know what, what low-key made me like? Damn, when uh, Kai, they was like, yeah, we're bringing Kyrie back to the team facilities. We're going to get him revved up. <laughs> Enter health and safety protocol. <laughs> yeah. That shit has been a mess the whole season. Judge Giddy had a legendary performance the other night. Was it 10 the nine? 10 was zero points. Yeah. Zero points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Mm-hmm. Had it been done in like 50 years or some shit I'm like that. I'm very surprised Draymond Green has never done that. Draymond Green good for like a, a fake handoff to Steph Curry, run to the rim layup. <laughs> he get a couple of those a game. So yeah, I just remember taking the under, and that man had six points in the first quarter, and I I was just like <laughs> never again. 
You remember that time Draymond Green was close to a five by five? Yep. No, I think he has one five by five in his career, and he was close to another one. You know who else has it? Yusuf Nurkic. His ass he weak. did have a five by five game. Yes, I remember that. That's he, the most random motherfucker. He got a bro. He got a pink diamond in my team after because that of game. it. Yeah. Five by <laughs> fives are crazy, bro. Let me see NBA. Y'all know um, AK forty seven gonna be up there uh, a lot. I yeah. think he had a multiple in his career. All right, NBA five by fives. Here we go. This website is fucking crazy. Hakeem Olajuwon had it six times in his career. Damn, that's insane. Um, AK-47 had it three times. Yusuf Nurkic was the last person to do it, and that was 2019. Anthony Davis did it once in 2018. That was Man. back when he was great. Man. <laughs> you see, you remember I think I told you about that dude that posted that Anthony Davis shit? He was like, man, he was like, they gave me a fucking Pelicans Anthony Davis jersey for Christmas. <laughs> like, you can't be fucking serious. <laughs> and somebody commented, like, at least he was good back then. <laughs> uh, Draymond Green has won. Nicholas Batum had one back in 2013. Nick Batum is surprising, but it's not surprising, but it's like, okay, Nick. This is the most surprising name on the list. Jamal Tinsley. Hmm. Jamal Tinsley. When we were in the height of the pandemic when the NBA was shut down, I put together a Jamal Tinsley like um, um, tweet of his highlights. Jamal Tinsley was kind of nice, bro. Let me see if I can find that tweet. Jamal Tinsley was kind of nice back in the day. Um, not, not nice enough that I thought that he had a 5x5 five five game under his belt, but he was nice. I was surprised like, a guy like LeBron hasn't done it. Yeah, he not he don't be locking in defensively though, but five by five is wild, bro. We re, again, you gotta think about what a five by five is. Yeah, I mean it take a lot we, of effort. There's some rookies that could maybe do that in their lifetime. We got Evan Mobley and uh, I think Scotty um, Barnes could do that shit too. I think both of them have potential to do it. Yeah. Ooh, that's a who is the most likely player to have a five by five? Next? Giannis now. If Giannis ain't done it yet, it feels. Weird. I think Bam Adebayo has a chance. Bam okay, has a good chance. Yeah. Because he's actually going to be protecting the rim. He actually gets steals. Mm-hmm. He Bam Adebayo has a very high potential to do it. Real life? Rudy Gobert. I mean, I I don't know. If you can get the blocks. Rudy I think don't this, be passing the ball. His point is uh, assist true. me at 1.5. That's very yeah. fucking true. Bro, in real life, it's Jamal. I mean, that's Jamal. Jesus Christ. It's Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes. One of those two motherfuckers is going to have a 5x5 five five game in their career. 100%. They, they both just do they, everything. They do everything, yeah. They do everything, and they're mm-hmm. rookies right now. So imagine what they'll look like in three years or so. Mm-hmm. I think Scotty Barnes might have a better possibility than Evan Mobley because – You could do – Evan Mobley, he could get the rebound. The rebounds is easy, easy. for him. The blocks is like, okay, maybe you yeah, run into a game and you have five blocks. Mm-hmm. The steal is probably the hardest thing for him out of everything. But even this wingspan is ridiculous, yeah, and he's good on the yeah. short road too. So the pa- you know what they, I think they have an equal chance. Now yeah. that y'all break it down, they have an they equal both chance. have certain things to their game that gives them the advantage a little bit. You know what? I'm gonna tweet it out and just and as we continue through the episode, I'm just gonna ask, what NBA player has the be- the highest likelihood of getting a five by five game? Current, yeah, that's here now. Current, yeah. Well, okay, y'all go ahead and talk hey, about. They not do no fucking Bill Russell. Hell <laughs> no, they did not say that. What shit. current? NBA player has the. <laughs> Did they give news on when Clay Thompson is supposed to get back, or like they I pushed it back they a little bit? He, yeah. Originally, it's supposed to be on Christmas, mm-hmm. but apparently, they didn't need his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, because they had Otto Porter, who came yeah. in and and was talking Dude, shit to was... campaign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, bro. But campaign came in clutch yesterday, but they end up losing that game because uh, Demetrius. Demetrius Jamal, is that his middle name? Jamal? Jamal, I don't know. How does John Moran get to Ja? His middle name oh. has to be Ja something. Jamal J- something. Um, hit a clutch-ass bucket. 
Oh yeah, that layup. Ooh. Yeah. Um, that was speak, tough. Uh, I, bro, I actually didn't even fucking know. Like, I just looked at the stands again. They're the fucking fourth seed. Like, the the Grizzlies, they have a good, like, a yeah. legit fourth seed on a, right they now. Went a, they went on a crazy-ass run when Ja went out. Mm-hmm. They were literally, pretty, like, the eighth, ninth seed, and now they're the fourth seed. They're sitting pretty, bro. That win yesterday was big, man. I, it's, that's the reason why fucking Ja is my favorite player, because the, the way he be hanging in the air so long, he could just make so many plays, bro. Yeah, his last two buckets, he had the and one and then the game winner. Um, yeah. He was just in the air for, like, 10 seconds total. He was just yeah. up there. And he, he's got that thing where, like, he he's not a like he's not a very good shooter, but he he can play into the part and he can always get himself to the hole and make shit work. Luckily so. for him though, he'll take the jumpers, and he's not gonna just like let you I, off the hook. If, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, he started off pretty good shooting the three ball at the beginning of the yeah. season, but you know it, it'd be hard to keep that up for like people that don't really shoot like that. Everybody is seeing Draymond. I, he. I should just specify that hasn't already oh, done. Oh, yeah. You... <laughs> Everybody's just saying Draymond, bro. Draymond, Draymond, Anthony Melton. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what What in the Ooh. world tells you Anthony Melton's going to go out getting five blocks? Somebody said Ben Simmons. Oh, he got to get on the court. He, he got to get on the court. Yeah. But, like, that seems, like, doable for Ben Simmons. Oh, yeah. It's the 10 points. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, you said the 10 points. He don't need 10 points. He just need five points. He didn't get he five didn't points five in a game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen him get exactly five points in, 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 a, in a game before. <laughs> so, I, know, I know he could do it. I know he could do stop, it. Bro. Jokic, Please. his hands do me in the passing lanes. It's the blocks, I yeah. guess. That I, He protects the rim, but he doesn't block. He doesn't, dogs. right. He's a, <laughs> he's a paint protector, not a rim protector. Yes. Because those are different things. And I think we had a conversation about that years ago on this podcast. They're definitely different. You yeah, just definitely have to different. understand the difference. Okay, who else? Giannis is getting a lot of answers, but again, he ain't done it. Oh, man. Who else would y'all say are disappointments this season? I would say the Trailblazers. What like, is somehow? Oh, yeah, talk way. about the Blazers because they lost another game last night by like 50, it felt like, to a Luka list um, Mavs. Mavs team. Shout out to Porzingis, though. Hooped his ass off. They, I don't know. He's had a good game, but it wasn't. They're just missing a lot of players right now as well. CJ McCollum's been out for like a month. Um,. Defensively, the team ain't been shit. Have, did they um, put a, a timetable for him? He's ramped up recovery. He's supposed to be mm-hmm. back soon, actually. Did his wife have no. her baby yet? Because I know she hey, was like, on oh, some like, really not pregnant. even trying to be funny shit. When I watch the Lakers defense, I always think to myself like, or like same thing when I watch the Portland, I'd be like, this what this the pain D Mills been feeling for like, <laughs> the last three years, bro. And like, it, it same shit for Portland. Like niggas really just have shooting practice. Yeah. 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 Shooting practice. Guys, no show up, guys show up and do shit that they don't normally do. There's no reason you give up 132 points to a team without Luka on it. And Brandon, isn't that, wait, Brandon Knight saw that team, right? Brandon Knight yeah, scored 18-5 and yeah. 3. You had Dwight Powell with 22 points. Dorothy <laughs> Smith has been really good. I've been taking this over pretty heavily uh, these last couple days. Um, he's been really good. And, yeah, this is this roster. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't lose to them because they're still a competent NBA roster, but you shouldn't be giving up that many points to a Porzingis team. Porzingis had a New York Knicks type of game. 30, 34, 9, 5, 2, and 2. Yeah, that's, mm. that's, Nick, that's prime mm. Porzingis. Yeah, right like there. 24 in the first half, right, or something <laughs> like that? Yeah. He was hooping his ass off, man. But, yes, 100%. Um, 100%. The Portland Trailblazers are another team that are extremely disappointed. At this point, if the playoffs were to start right now, they'd be at the crib watching. I don't even think they're going to get an all-star. Ooh, that's a good conversation. You don't think Dame has been all-star caliber? 
Because he has ramped it up a little bit. He has bit. ramped it up, but the way he started was just so bad. And the team being bad and then doesn't John ha- Morant help. is going to get that all-star vote. So here are the numbers this season. He is averaging 24 points per game, 7.5 assists, 4 rebounds, 40% from the field, 32% from three. Um, free throw percentage is still at about 90%. Um, and the team is bad. So this is, But this is the thing, though. I, I think that regardless, he, he is a player that will get in because he's Damian Lillard, right? And regardless if he's having a slower season – I think he will get the respect of – he might not start. You know what I'm saying? He might not yeah, get the he's start not or not. Start. But I do believe that coaches still see Dame as Dame, and he might get a nod because of that. But you still have, like, Demetrius. Yes. So, yeah, somebody has to fall. But And Draymond look- is in that bitch, too, by the way. Yeah. If you didn't know, Draymond is an all-star this season. So, some people do have to fall out for that to happen. But look at this. DeJounte Murray's having an all-star mm. type of season. He's he's having a better season than Damian Lillard this season. Ooh. And as a Damian Lillard fan, I can admit that DeJounte's had a better year than him this year. Interesting. Um, he's damn near averaging a triple-double. Um, I know that doesn't. Hey, but so it's impressive for DeJounte Murray. A couple weeks ago, <laughs> we were supposed to do like a little all, our all-stars so far. Dame did not make my shit for the West. Ooh. He didn't make mine either. Y'all want to hear my shit real quick? Yeah. This, but thought, remember, people, this is from, we were doing this episode like, like wait, no, three weeks thought, ago this, at this point. This is December we gonna, 17th. We don't want to do it with P? Just do the whole. But I, we have to do it again. It's been three weeks since we yeah. thought oh, about it. Shit yes. has changed. But let us know yeah. who's we, on we there see, then. We're going to see if any of this has changed. So for the West, we got starters, Steph, Luca, LeBron, Paul George, Jokic. Okay. Luca didn't make my starters. He's been out for some time. Um, I would have probably put um, either Donovan Mitchell in the starting lineup, mm-hmm. but th- I don't have my. Li- but I'm just going off the top of my head. Either Donovan or or Book. One of Book the two. made my starters. Yep. Um, bench is Ja, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Anthony Davis, Cat, and then the two uh, whatever the extras is. I know Drew. Anthony Davis has all star numbers, but the Lakers are so bad they don't get two all stars. Mm. There's no way the Lakers get two all-stars. They was a little bit higher in the standings when I was <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the, the two extras was uh, Draymond and, and, and CP3. Okay. That's not a bad list. Um, no, so, but did not did you say Rudy? Did you say no. Paul George? Hell no. Rudy got to be. He's, Paul George is starting on his list. Oh, yeah. Paul Rudy Gobert's an all-star. Rudy Gobert would probably make it over Cat. I had Rudy and Cat. Interesting. Who, you we will go back to one day yeah, yeah, when P is. come back. We gonna actually make another list because things have changed. Yeah, because um, Paul George is no longer gonna be a starter because he's gonna be out for a month. <laughs> Can I go through my East real quick? My bro, bro said the Lakers were a little bit higher in the standings. When I <laughs> they were. I think it's probably like fifth or sixth at the point. But you know, one game or a couple games. A couple games could change. Five yeah. game losing streak could definitely change some opinions. And somehow we still not just like totally bottomed out or nothing no. like that. So I. I be trying to look at the positives. Y'all want y'all want me to run through the East real quick? Yeah, what did you have at that point? I had Trey Trey Young starting, which I don't even know anymore. We had DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Embiid. Incorrect. DeMar DeRozan is a guard this season. Yeah, they um, have a guard. Oh, and so is uh, Zach Levine, so that's the starting backcourt. M-I-O, that's the starting backcourt. Love you, Trey. But my starting backcourt are the are the is the best duo, second best duo in the conference. <laughs> Off the bench, we had uh, James Harden, Zach Levine, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Jared Allen, Lamelo Ball, and Darius Garland. Mm. You know what's crazy? I thought about Darius Garland, but instead I gave the nod to Fred Van Fleet. I don't know what the fuck Fred Van Fleet been on this season. Fred Van Fleet's been having a very good season out there. It's been very under the radar. It's he, very under the radar because I, I, <laughs> I don't have my list in front of me, but I don't know if Fred would even have been in conversations. And maybe I'm just sleeping there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I know he like leading the league in minutes played because if he's not playing, they can't do a goddamn thing. But he's averaging twenty six and a half and five on. I know he's averaging twenty six. On very good shooting you splits. Twenty six or 20 20. Okay. 20 and six. Okay, yeah. oh, I think we yeah. did that same yeah. shit the other day. <laughs> yeah, we I was did. like Russell had twenty nine and nine. He was like twenty nine. I was like no, twenty. <laughs> uh, Darius Garland. I don't know. I, I just feel They're like they're having very similar seasons. Very similar. Darius Garland is just higher. like standing out because it's the fucking Cavs, right? I do, but I do believe that Darius Garland, and I'm not saying he deserved to be snubbed, but I just feel like he might get snubbed this season. I'm I didn't saying. know who was going to be the more solid. Like, was it going to be Jared Allen or Darius Garland? They're like, yeah, he's the all star for this team. And one of them they is. They could possibly get two, but I think one of them is. It's going to be a toss up between the one, unless one really jumps. Like Jared Allen is having a season where motherfuckers is. He's a top ten center to me now. Mm-hmm. Like he can go out and get you. Damn I would argue he's like top six at this moment. Yeah, I, I can't he, even he, argue. He, I didn't he know he, he was also shooting 70% from the field. Like, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't miss. He rebounds. He blocks shots. And he's That's why I feel like he might get the nod over Garland. Yeah. I it's hard, bro. It's hard to have two all-stars in, in, in the game. Yeah, especially when you're the fourth seed. And especially two first-time all-stars, too. A lot of teams don't end up getting two first-time all-stars. Mm-hmm. I feel like you got to ease your way into it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's just kind of the way it is. Yeah, you got to be those dudes to get that consistently. Yeah. And you know who is those dudes? The backcourt of the Chicago Bulls. God damn. When was the last time DeMar DeRose was an all-star, if you had to guess? 2017, 2016. Right, let's find out because I don't He's know He's a myself. four-time all-star, though. I can tell you that. Well, no, he, didn't make it. he didn't make it last year. 2018. Yeah, I said 2018. Uh, but his last year with the Raps. So then he went to San Antonio. And you don't. no matter how good you play in the San Antonio, if your team ain't amazing, you're probably not getting the nod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he didn't get the nod. It's funny because um, he was actually having, like, very, Bro hit a season where he I shot fifty three percent from the field <laughs> and didn't make the All Star team. Is, is Demar Derozan a Hall of Famer? And I was about to say, like, honestly, I, to me, I think he is. Like, the, okay, this is this is the resume right the now. Resume, oh, if the resume don't jump out the fucking. It page, doesn't. It but does Demar Derozan, like, watching his game, he's always been one of the best shooting guards in the league. Like, he's and, always, then, yes. and then he ended up being a power forward for three seasons out of nowhere. Yeah. But look, the resume is interesting. He's going to end up being, at least right now, he's still got years left in the tank so it can improve. He's going to get his fifth all-star nod. Based on the way he's playing at the moment, I don't know if this is going to last for the entire season, he is an all-NBA player. Yeah, yeah. he is. Um, so that would be three all-NBA appearances. Five-time all-star, three all-NBA appearances in the ring at the end of the season. That sounds like a Hall of Famer to me. What ring? A participation ring? <laughs> <laughs> that, that fucking... Larry O'B, you got to work for that. You got to work for that, yeah. I don't know if the Somebody Bulls that, said yeah. that they don't know why DeRozan listed as a guard because he's played more minutes at center this year than at guard. I saw it on Twitter. Center? Is that true? I don't know how true. Listen, I watch every <laughs> minute of the Bulls this season. Him at center is not something I've seen yesterday. a lot. Did you see him play center once? I don't think so because Tyler Cook still got a lot of minutes. Shout out to yeah, T. He Cook. He's been hooping. And Vucevic has been amazing in the last Vucevic, two weeks. Yeah. He's been great. Um, so I don't think he's playing like All Star Vooch again. You know what? I go to cl- cleaning the glass keeps track of all of that. Shout out to them, not a sponsorship. But if you want to give me my membership that for free, just doesn't even sound right. It does no, not sound right. I, that's what I just saw. He's definitely played four this season. Yeah, but five. He's been playing. He played four. He's like a power four now. Yeah. <laughs> Unironically too, and it works, which is crazy because he rebounds the ball, plays defense. Yeah. So his ass always got a fucking mismatch on him, no matter what. There's no, there's not a player that could guard Demar Derozan. <laughs> I, I have not seen it this season. Um, or Zach Levine. Or Zach Levine, yeah. No, you know what? Zach Levine had a shitter of a game against Matisse Stiebel. Matisse Stiebel had bro ass. Wasn't another game when I feel like, bro, what didn't um 
Sometimes the Bulls fold Ooh, against. Ooh, but then uh, Gary Payton, one hundred percent. Then Gary Payton, <laughs> Gary Payton the second yeah. gave Zach Levine the business that he, night. He yeah. brought the clamps out that but night. But yeah, zone hurts the Bulls because they don't have like great three point shooting. Yeah. Um. Sometimes Zach tries to shoot them, shoot them out that zone though. Yeah, for sure. So this season it says that Demar Derozan has played four percent of his minutes at center. Four <laughs> percent. They said seventy five percent of his minutes have been at the four, but NBA dot com got him as a guard. And the I love that they got him as a guard <laughs> by the way because he don't have a chance against Kevin Durant and Giannis as a starter. <laughs> but if you put him as a guard, then yeah. he's a. I think he's, he's a starter. I think he's he's gonna be a starter. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Demar. This is a Bulls podcast. As long as the Bulls are good, we're going to talk about them exclusively. You know what's funny? There's a Bulls and Blazer podcast. Th- that's this one, motherfucker. <laughs> that's our podcast. Y'all got a separate <laughs> podcast on the side. <laughs> but for real, like, it's one Bulls fan, one Lakers fan. Talk- yeah, no, I mean, Bulls, um, Bulls and imagine Blazers. talking about the Blazers all fucking day. Sounds terrible. <laughs> like, I, like, even, okay, like, when the Bulls were bad and disappointing, I would occasionally come on here and open up a show with a rant. You remember the rant days? I used to rant all the time. Yeah. Um, but that would be it. That would be the only time they got love. I couldn't imagine, like, really talking about a team a ton when they suck. The Other Lakers, than the Lakers. The Lakers, Other than the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> when the Lakers, it's always something different. Cause it's just I would like, say but that. even then, when the I Lakers. about the Bulls, too. And y'all tell me that that's not right. <laughs> Say that one more time. I'm, that I'm having trouble. It's hard to talk about a team when they're being really bad because there's nothing to really say. They're bad. No, I agree. <laughs> I, agree. I had right. somebody fucking right. somebody tweeted me what you think about the, the Lakers game after the Christmas. I'm like, bro, them niggas suck except for LeBron. <laughs> Malik Monk came to hoop and all that type of shit, but them 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 they just bad. Like yeah. I don't was, know what you want me to say. Yeah, unless Zach Levine was having some crazy performance, the Bulls were just not really nothing. Really but you know, about. you know what? Okay, this is this is what makes it different is that those teams are rebuilding, so you can talk about the growth or lack of growth from the younger team or the younger players. With the Trailblazers, yeah. you don't have that. You can talk that about Nas Little. You know what I'm saying? A little bit, <laughs> a little, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a, a little bit of Nas, a little. I see um, what you did there. But it's different. Like you, like can you imagine we like did the an thunder? episode? You could talk about the Thunder. You can talk about the Thunder. Yeah. Like, Coach Mark D just went into health safety protocol. That's talking about them right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can talk about them because, like, um, Wiggins, Andrew, what is his name? Not Andrew. Goddamn. Aaron Wiggins Aaron. <laughs> had a big-ass game for his, for his standards. And, like, Trey Mann has been really solid for them. She as a has, rookie. like, the quietest 30-point games. Yeah. Like, you could talk about them. But, like, when you're a disappointed team with vets, it's hard to really talk about them instead of, other than, like, what trades they make to get better. You know, that's the only thing you can really say yeah. about the Trailblazers or Lakers or whatever. Like, are the Kings talking about the – are the Kings fans really talking about the Kings a lot? I think they're just crying. <laughs> that's what they usually <laughs> do, bro. The best thing is just check their Reddit real quick and you'll see – Oh, all, my God, Because people are like – 90% of the comments on Reddit are like when they're talking about their team, they're just like so in the fucking moment. Yes, and, yeah. yes. In the moment emotions like, that's what the, the fuck thing. we got Jason Tatum? He ate for 16, like mm-hmm. eight for 19. That's like, my favorite bro, subreddit, going the Boston crazy. Celtics subreddit. Like the Pacers. They have three – People like Vets and Brogdon, Turner, and Sabonis who are really good, but they're really bad. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to talk about? What <laughs> trade? Yeah, make? what trade? Yeah, you just, make talk, you just gotta sit up and wait and see what the front office is gonna do with the pieces. But Karis Avert is trying to ramp it up. Yeah, he is. So. Um, my favorite subreddit is the Boston Celtics subreddit after a loss. Oh my god, it's so fucking great. <laughs> who 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 would you say they pick on the most? 
Um, Jayden no, Jalen Brown. Smart. They're fucking Jalen Brown up after last night, boy. He had twenty six. Oh, yeah, he did. He shot it, like eight for. He, he was shot terrible. They were talking about him not having playmaking eyes, which is true, of course. Bro, I don't. They were talking about his yeah. off-ball defense, which has been bad. But, like, they were going at him. And then somebody's like, I can't believe this subreddit said that they wouldn't trade him for Car Anthony Towns. And somebody underneath him was like, bro, I still wouldn't trade him for Car Anthony no, Towns. No, 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 bro. <laughs> the Celtics, bro, it, it's going to sound, like, really obvious. But the way that they play all that heavy isolation shit, when it's just one, is Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, it's so hard for them, bro. But when they both got each other, they kind of rely on each other. They get better. Each they get each other better shots. If that shit makes sense. With just like the presence on the floor, it's just with them two. I don't look at either one of them and think they need playmaking eyes. Like they, they do. It. No, they need it. But like the way they play, it's not like they're looking to make plays for others. They're more so like bucket getters. But that's the thing, though. The evolution of them would be. Bucket getters plus someone that can that can yeah. visually see but the usually floor. Those guys, you usually see some glimpses. They haven't really shown. Any they haven't glimpses. shown it. They they <laughs> no. They shown some glimpses. Tatum has become a better passer. I think. I mean, like on some non funny shit. It used to be times where like I'd take his under on his assist and he'd literally <laughs> get them bitches at like four or five. But no, I it 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 really comes down to like them being. The same. They could be bucket getters, but it's always like it's two types of playmaking. It's the playmaker where you're always just looking for the other people. But I think the other one is just when you're like constantly attacking, reading just help defense. Who do, I think it's always just, somebody open when there's two when there's yeah. two people about you. I just think they need a guy like Ricky Rubio. I think Ricky Rubio will be like the perfect you know, Trey Jalen Brown for him. You know who they have doing all the facilitating shit now just because his ass can't shoot? Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. He he he'll take them shots, but right now, like anytime he goes to the lane, kick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like the evolution of a bucket getter to get to the next level is definitely getting that. Like Devin Booker was not a guy that was a playmaker in his career yep. until the last couple seasons where he started to have better playmaking eyes, mm -hmm. and now he's such a threat that you can't even really bring a double team off them because he know he can't find that open man. Could yeah. there be also an aspect of him also having better weapons around him? Now? For sure, no, yeah. those things go hand in hand, one hundred percent. Because who are Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum kicking it to besides each other? That's a very good point. That's a very <laughs> very good very, point. That's that's a good point too, but right. I don't know. They they still got a lot, bro. I I really like that that fucking tandem. I honestly don't even mind the Celtics this season. I think they're in a, like a decent spot. I think they they been through a lot of shit. You know, obviously a lot of people been out of the lineup, but when they're healthy, man, they're deep, bro. They could they have a lot of defensive tools. It's just they got to find a way to consistently bring that tight like that same effort every fucking night. There's nights where they yeah. they have. No defense, and they give up X amount of points to a team that they probably shouldn't have, or they they blow up a lead like we talked about earlier. But I don't know when they're on, bro. The Celtics are a hard ass team to beat. Them blowing leads come down to them not having like a good playmaker. They don't have anybody that can go make yeah. get, get easy shots. Yeah, they all Celtics for the make a run. past couple of years. They always relied on that heavy isolation ball, which yeah. when you missing shots and when you're on a cold streak, that shit looks very bad. Yeah. It does. It but when, does. When you hot, that shit looks amazing. Mm -hmm. You like Damn, back this. on the bandwagon. Let's go, Jason. <laughs> Let's go, Jalen. Yep. Um, what team in the league do y'all think has trailed by ten points for the least amount of time? The Warriors. The Warriors are second. Is this a the Bulls? Nope. The Bulls are top six, but they're not uh, number they one. The Jazz. Trailed. The Jazz are number one. They've trailed by 10 points the least the amount. The Jazz are, bro, the Jazz are, they hit that next level. And I I don't know if it's like, I think their team is, it's gotten better, but something about Donovan Mitchell this year, like, he, he he's really, t he's really turned into that, like, 
the weapon he's always been, but he's just a game manager now. Like, he knows the time and score all the time. He knows when he needs to be aggressive, when he needs to, like, be hoisting. He knows when he needs to slow it down. It's something different. I, I, I got a good feeling about them this year. I like that. Um, if The numbers say um, – and I, was, I forget what podcast I was listening to when they were talking about this. It was um, for the most part of his career, he had struggled in floater range. Like, his percentages were slightly below league average. And they were saying, like, man, players like Trey Young or this player or this player having, like, the whole range because you couldn't really say Donovan Mitchell was a three-level scorer if he didn't have that level. Yeah. This season, he's well above average in that level. Now, his three-point shot ain't been as great or whatever. And I, th- as a team, they're slowly ramping themselves up as far as yeah. the three-point shots. But the fact that his floater range is now, e- like, close to elite mm-hmm. has opened up the game so that much more for the team. Shit, that, for at least Donovan Mitchell, that shit is mistelling, too, because – you watch him play, he takes crazy three-point shots. And he still <laughs> shoots pretty damn good on him. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's one of those players that takes, you know, a, a hefty amount of game. But, I don't know, he's good for at least three to four of them bitches a game now. That floater literally opens up the game so much for you. I, who is it first? Especially we got Rudy Gobert as a lob threat. Yeah, so don't I, know I, I you, think the first know? time I really was like, bro, them floaters with a, a nice lob that is so crazy, and it was fucking Colin Sexton. Like, him and Jared Allen, and this is kind of like, the, I think, maybe a year before Darius Garland really started coming. Oh. But, like, that floater is so hard to fucking tell if it's a lob or if it's a shot. Yeah. Chris you know? Paul with um, Blake Griffin and DeAndre Chris Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a nice one, too. Yeah. Yeah. But I really – Colin Sexton and Jared Allen did not come to mind when it came to that type of tandem. Because Colin Sexton does not pass the ball. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> – shit, that's the only motherfucker he could pass to because it's damn near right by the rim. This shit is basically a or shot. Or like James Harden and Clint Capella. That was elite when it came to that. Um, Draymond, no. Draymond Green doesn't have a floater, but he's very good at knowing when to take the shot. I don't shot. even know how people like don't the, see that shit coming no more. Yeah. The lob off the short roll or yeah, whatever. Like, you, like it, it, Draymond, I, I might, it might have to be that point in the long run if you don't play us. Like if Draymond going to beat me scoring, then it might have to be just that. <laughs> Hey, I'm not going to let him hey. get fucking Kevin Looney four, six easy points. Remember game here. seven, Draymond, when he had like 35? I don't know if that game <laughs> was, I don't know if that Draymond's still alive. Bro, that, that was the was most so, craziest. You know, that got to fucking suck for Draymond to have the game of your career in the game seven of the finals and lose. I think and that's like, why he cried, right? And called KD. Hit like fucking six, seven, three. They was leaving bro ass wide open. Yeah. They had been the game playing the whole series, and he finally started to hit him. Damn. I don't know. Um, I'm on the Boston Celtics subreddit. A friendly reminder that the Celtics selected this guy at the 30th pick in the 2022 draft and dumped him away for two seconds. Who are they talking about? Wait, say that one more time. The Celtics drafted this guy 30th overall in 2022, then traded him away immediately, and right now he hooping his ass off. In 2020, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. I guess technically. Um, it's no? Desmond Bain. They oh. traded Desmond Bain for two seconds, and the Celtics subreddit do not like that. I mean, as they shouldn't. Desmond Bain yeah. had 32 last night. He had six threes. And then for the last seven games, he's averaging 22 points per game, four three-pointers made, 50% from the field, 52% from three, and they missed a free throw. Nope. And his ass been hooping because they fucking just put the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. He can make and then I saw Bill Simmons on Twitter trying to rationalize the fact that they did this. He said something like, hey, man, I know Desmond Bain been playing well. This is me paraphrasing. He would be the best role player that the Celtics had. Exactly. But he was saying, (laughs) well, if the Celtics kept him, then he'll probably end up like Romeo Lankford because the Celtics don't allow people to spread their wings. And I was just thinking, if you can fucking hoop like Desmond Bain. Because, look, look, freshman year or rookie year of Desmond Bain, they were not running plays for Desmond Bain. He He was still still average. 
good ass numbers. He yeah. was catching, shooting, and splatting. Yeah. He would be killing Romeo Langford in the rotation. You kidding me? Well, back when, back before that draft, I was like, the Lakers got that pick around there. I hope they pick up a fucking Desmond Bain, bro, because the nigga don't got to do shit but play defense and shoot the ball. I feel like they did it just because they had Peyton Pritchard, and they probably felt like they were very similar players. Peyton Pritchard and Desmond Bain? They... Them niggas is not the same yeah. at all. <laughs> oh, like, I'm sorry. So the Celtics didn't draft him. They traded the pick that was him oh. away for two seconds. So even okay. if they kept the pick, who they could have picked somebody else. They could have picked somebody else. Yeah. But still, that's that's still a regardless. They ain't done shit with their their draft capital, really. You know, they haven't capitalized on any of that. Yeah. So that's not great. I still like Grant Williams. Boston? What'd you say? I still like. Bro, Grant I Williams. love Grant Williams. <laughs> I love Grant Williams. You told you said that he was the. X factor if y'all were able to get him on the Lakers, like he. Well, you see what the hell he Stanley did. Johnson did. You had a motherfucker defense. that played defense and hustle. The Lakers turn up. <laughs> yeah, y'all they need lost. to trade for Kenrich Williams. I'm telling you, bro. Kenrich Williams would change our They'll whole take DeAndre Jordan. They would not take DeAndre Jordan, but they got y'all got some some three second round picks or something. Because it's okay. See, you know what I'm saying? They I just want picks. I said them second round picks. I, anything to make this season a little bit brighter. I, I would definitely do, bro. I can't. I can't let LeBron's like. Age that's finding like fucking wine just go to waste, bro. I'm very surprised OKC hasn't traded for Cam Reddish yet. They need to. They have a fucking billion first round picks. That would be nasty, bro. They need to. We, but I think I don't think that Atlanta's looking for picks. I think they want people that can help them play because they they're not very good right now. Derek Shit, favors. I might be trying to look for <laughs> both. Get Derek right Favors, Derek favors huh? at a first. No, no. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> and I would, uh, Derek Favors in Chicago would be dope. Because we need a big body. Onyeka Kongu back. Yeah. Uh oh. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and LaMarcus Aldridge have cleared health and safety protocols. Yeah, okay. Okay. okay maybe they said I was crazy for saying Kyrie was going to play again this season. That don't mean he's going to play right now. That show don't. That means actually yesterday, um, Steve Kerr, not Steve Kerr, Steve Nash said that it might take a week or two for him to ramp back into game shape. But it, that just, soon? No, nah, this season, I, I could have seen this season, but soon, a month, like when they first gave an update, like he was going to be coming back to the team, I knew it was probably going to be like, yeah, this Friday, Kyrie Irving suiting <laughs> up against fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, it wasn't going to be like that. Yeah. Imagine not playing basketball and just getting thrown into a game. I love Not even just thrown into like, being the second best player on the team. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how fucking many games he's actually going to end up playing. I This, 20, first, this, this 18, is not going to be the only 16. time he gets into fucking health and safety protocols. It's not. And then you got other places like you can't. he can't go to Toronto. Nope. Um, oh, yeah, there's places can't. around the league where he would not be able to play. D.C. now. D- well, starting DC to- has something. I don't know if it but applies to the, the road thing, teams. Though? Yeah, I was gonna say is that oh, the same thing as NYC. Yeah. yeah. If you a- didn't know, uh, Washington DC has put in something similar to what New York has, where like if you're going to practice and play in that city, you have to be vaccinated. And as everyone knows, Bradley mm-hmm. Beal and Kyle Kuzma aren't vaccinated. Um, right now, they're actually both in health and safety protocols, so get well soon to them if they're feeling um, down. But they have to make a decision right now, which is int- they have to make the decision by December. I mean, uh, January fifteenth is, if I read it correctly, is when they have to make their decision by to be at least get one of their shots yeah. or get the J and J, which is exactly one shot. Um, which is interesting because I, I've, it made me go back and look at Bradley Beal's quotes about this stuff before the season started, and though he's had some very idiotic quotes about it, he wasn't. Saying that he wouldn't get it, you know. Yeah, he's one of those people that say I need to do my own research. I need to do my own research, and I mean, more research has come out. Nigga, the since research then. is already out. The research is, but l- l- what I, research does he have? To I, do? I have no idea. I don't. <laughs> think, I, I don't think he has a lab coat. Like, yeah, I need to wait five years to see if Blank he, Blake happened. Like, he hired a private investigator. He hired a private investigator, which is just a scientist. Um, 
But they have to make a decision. Those two players have to make a decision before then, or they might be in a similar situation to Kyrie, where they don't play in home games or on the road games. And if you're to watch the Wizards, you don't want that shit. So you might trade Bradley Beal or Kyle Kuzma away to get players that can help you play. Because again, even though they slowly they slow down from where they were at the beginning of the season, they're still a team that's trying to compete. And if Bradley Beal ain't there, then you're not really competing that much. They Shout so, out to they slowed down. Yeah. They were like the third, fourth seed there. And what are you now? Seventh. Yeah. yeah, that's what happened. Three and seven in the last ten. Damn. Damn. Yeah, stop. I love when when teams are fucking down bad like that because my my team just as bad. <laughs> he pray on other teams downfall. Just so, bad. but, but nah, the Washington Wizards being bad don't mean nobody's gonna talk about that. But when the Lakers are bad, everybody gonna talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's been it's been the first thing. time in a minute. I be watching other teams like, bro. I wish we had that effort. I like. I wish we had that player that just give it all on yep. defense. The two oh, big markets, man. the Knicks and the Lakers, regardless of where they're at, they're going to be – well, I don't know. The Knicks, maybe not so The Knicks much. had a couple years of being bad where nobody cared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it where actually, they were, like, it fucking became bad. just like their reputation. Yeah. Still selling out arenas, though. We was there. <laughs> Manuel Moody was the best fucking they player. They had that game, bro. <laughs> Basically, that was one of the best games I've ever seen. Facts. This was facts. the one we went to. That went to Wait, which, did we that go went to, to OT two? or double OT? The OT against the Wizards, right? Yep. That was one OT. The Giannis game with OT as well. That was the game that – who Fucking, dunked? Who dunked on uh, uh, White boy, white boy, white boy. Who dunked Mario, on Mario, Mario Zonia? Mario Hazonia and he stepped on him. <laughs> oh, my God. But do, do we tell people about that story? How we missed that play because yeah. it happened, like, early in the first oh, quarter? Yeah, yeah we, we No, nah, we just see. We it just was New York traffic we didn't account for from our hotel room to, to Madison Square Garden. And it was only, like, like 10 blocks. But we yeah. decided to take an Uber, and the Uber's, like, 50 minutes where we could have walked and taken <laughs> oh, four. And when we got out that game, it started, like, drizzling and raining, too. We had to wait, we had to wait for the Uber and Uber. all the fucking And it was funny because we saw people outside. They were like, through the wire. Yeah, yeah. I miss New York, bro. I really miss New York. Hopefully, we get to go. We were supposed to be going there sometime in 2022 to go yeah. do some shoots and stuff. So, we'll be back. I, uh, I think we're supposed to go to a Nets game, though. Right? Yeah. But I've, we've never been to Barclays. No. So. Nope. And you know they fill up with they fill up with Knicks fans. I love seeing me James Harden play. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess we might. Are we gonna be seeing Reed though? Damn, we gonna see Reed hoop though. <laughs> or maybe he'll get vaccinated, bro. Stay I, positive. Stay positive. I doubt <laughs> no, it. I just doubt it. He got to wait for a fucking away game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gotta wait for him to go to. Maybe they'll show his highlights on the Megatron. Yeah. We gotta wait till he come to Chicago. <laughs> we gotta wait till he come to Chicago. I think they they got one more game here. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. right? Because we beat them at home and in a way. We just dogging them. <laughs> you know Y'all right, got an easy schedule twice? coming up? I don't even remember. I think we beat them twice. Um, we I think we have the fifth easy schedule remaining this season. That's insane because I know my fucking Lakers have one of the They got the hardest. And yeah. I think, hold on. They started what. the season with one of the easiest schedules of the they season. They sure did. Let me see. Remaining schedule left. The The Lakers have the second hardest schedule left in the league behind the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and That's the Bulls tough. have the 22nd. So it's not the easiest schedule, but it's not hard at all. We got to play against Brooklyn one more time, the Warriors one more time, the Suns two more times. We still have not played against the Bucks. We have four games against the Bucks this season, so that's tough. And then y'all um, gonna be ready though. Y'all Miami y'all two more rhythms. times. Yeah, we still got Detroit two more times. Okay, see two more times. Orlando three more times. Come on, man. Don't I sleep think on, I just seen the Bucks play the Magic back. Don't sleep back. on Shay. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, Shay actually beat us. <laughs> then they beat y'all twice, motherfucker. They beat y'all twice. Yeah. Um Yeah, man, that's that's the NBA portion. The easiest strength to schedule left in the league, Cleveland Cavaliers. They've been one of the best teams and they still got the easiest schedule left. So yeah, at least they got something to look forward to. Hey man. They just better show up. 
Don't take it as look and see that. But that's the thing did. about them. They don't take that shit for granted. Like, yeah. every time they go against a bad team, I'm betting that they're winning. Yeah. I don't know if they've lost to a bad team this season. I legit don't know. I don't think so off the top of my head. That's an underrated ass stat to have. That you beat the bad teams? Yes. That's a very yeah. good stat to have. <laughs> that shit Big is. Facts. That's how you end up, whatever they are in conference. What are they, fourth? They're, fifth? F- they're fifth right now. Yeah. Uh, let me, I'm going to look at their I'm, schedule. And recently, to- though, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, Beginning of the season, you know, they had that stretch when Colin Sexton went down. They lost like five in a row. I mean, they lost to the Celtics. On the back-to-back, too. But we counting the Celtics as like a bad team or just a struggling team? You're a struggling team. Because, like, they lost to Brooklyn, the Warriors, Brooklyn, the Suns. Those are the best teams in the fucking league. Mm -hmm. Then they lost to the Wizards, so that's not great. But they lost to Utah. Um, Then they lost to the Bucks. And then they, I don't think that's they it, lost, they bro. They don't team. lose the bad teams, and they have the easiest schedule left. <laughs> what the hell? Them motherfuckers gonna be the three seed, two seed by the end of the year. They blow other bad teams, actually. Yes. That, that, listen, listen. I got this stat right here, and I was gonna play a, make it a quiz game, but I'm, since we talking about the Cavs, you know that the answer is the Cavs. Their point differential. So, so this stat comes from Dorktown. Every team's December point differential. The Cavs are shitting on the entire league, almost plus two hundred. Damn. The only team that's close is the Grizzlies, and why is that? Because they won by 73 two weeks ago. <laughs> so if it wasn't for that game, you know what I'm saying? But the Cavs have the highest point differential in the entire month. But they did just win by 40. They won by 43. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so, yeah, they're kicking teams' ass, and it's just like, it's a good story, bro. Yeah. It's a good story. So much of a good story that motherfuckers were speculating whether or not LeBron would go back. Stop. I wouldn't even Shit. want Bron ass back. Be what would you take back? You would take Kyler Sexton, Larry Marketing. Give us Laurie, Jared, oh, Darius, Evan. <laughs> but LeBron James, hell no. Hell no. Really? I don't even want Bron ass on my team. You see, his team, he can't win. What you mean? He, he can't play, win. He can play every position. Mm-hmm. He could give you 30 plus. They already got a guy that plus. do those things. His name is Evan Mobley. Yeah, but he can't give you the points like LeBron can. If he if you gave him the tools. You gave him the tools. If he was taking the shots LeBron was taking, I bet he hit the same percentage. No, he wouldn't. Oh. No, he wouldn't. We're talking about he, a guy that's a he's shooting 40% now. <laughs> We're talking about a guy that's future 5x5 five five guy. Don't sleep. LeBron ain't never hit no 5x5. Five five. He could if he wanted to. You know what else he got? <laughs> Four of them things. You're right. He ain't need no 5x5 five five for that. Evan Mobley. He going to have five because he's Tim Duncan. Jeez. Simple. So about true. <laughs> That'd be the best day in Cavs history. Second best day of Cavs history. If they want a ring, no, winning the ring without LeBron would oh. make like the ownership like hard as hell. Because they were talking shit when LeBron left. Yeah, we gonna win a ring before he win another one. He won another one with the Lakers, and they ain't had shit to say. And they hadn't been back to the playoffs, but now they're back to the playoffs. Thanks to that boy DG. Thanks to that that guy. Um, um, Benzel Valentine had like 20 points the other night. So. Well, Thanks he, to health and safety protocols. Denzel Valentine's <laughs> always been a hooper. Why don't y'all want to keep him on the Bulls then? I don't know. Because <laughs> he wasn't a hooper. <laughs> yeah, he did come on the show and say, I really like Denzel. I was like, he's like, what? <laughs> bro, like the low lights of Denzel are hard, bro. Like the one where he took the terrible shot against the, oh, the heat. Was, like the logo Did, wasn't, did uh, <laughs> Stacey King like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> they were like, no, what are you doing? And then there's another one where he brought his man to Zach Levine who's trying to hit a game <laughs> yeah. winner. And now Zach Levine double teamed. And Zach Levine's like, what the fuck? And that was the moment I was like, oh, yeah, Zach Levine not resigning. But the Bulls did better by him and got Bro, him to Marvelous. That no by Stacey King is so 
Yeah, he tried to heat check in a close game, bro, and air ball. It does not get worse than that. But he, I, in his defense, though, he has scored like nine in a row before that. So he was a real life heat KYP, checker. KYP, KYP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time and time and situation. Mm-hmm. You got to know that. Well, I think we're done with the show. We got some snow coming down here in Chicago, and we want to get home before the roads get all silky. Yes, sir. And um, we appreciate y'all listening to watching this episode of Through the Wire. Hopefully, by next episode, Pierre will be back. Yes, and sir. we'll have the whole gang together, and we'll be talking hoops, man. We appreciate y'all. Leave a like, subscribe, and uh, go watch the reel, man. Go get that video to half a million so I can send it to the producers and tell us that we need a new season so I can travel across the globe and talk to uh, famous people. Let's All right. Let's get it. Bye.